thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. Welcome today to the Jesus the Healer broadcast. Thank God for the Word. Thank God for you being hungry for the Word. We're hungry for the Word. And when you're hungry for the Word, it won't leave you where it found you. Amen. So we invite you, get your Bible, become a student today with us. And let's, uh, let's release our faith and let's Let's listen for our answers from the Spirit yes. of God. Yes. And let's uh, hear so that we may be learn to be better doers yes. of the Word. Yes. It's the doer of the Word that's blessed. Right. Yes. Amen. Amen. And so we've been looking in the past few, well, I would say maybe almost 10 episodes now, 9 to 10 episodes, we've been ministering on the subject of delighting greatly in the commandments of God yes. and what that brings to our life. Mm-hmm. That who would have thought that victory was as easy as delighting greatly yes. in His Word? Yes. Yes. Who would have thought that? Yes. But it is. Right. It is. Yes. Amen. It's that easy. Yes. And um, so we're going to go to our golden scripture that we've been using for this, this series of teachings. And that's in Psalms chapter 112 and verse 1. It reads, Praise ye the Lord, blessed is the man that feareth the Lord, that delighteth greatly in his commandments. So we just have to stop and say in verse 1 gives us three directives. Number one, we're praising the Lord. That is a lifestyle that we move into. It's not just a a last minute, uh, a last thought thing. It's the way we live. We live with a heart of praise, Mm -hmm. words of praise coming out. Why? Because that's an expression of faith. Amen. Amen. Faith is a praiser. And it's one way, one primary way you release your faith is by praising. Amen. And so praise ye the Lord. This man's in a flow of faith, isn't he? The second directive in this verse is blessed is the man that honors fears the Lord, reverences the Lord, respects and has regard for the Lord. They put him first. Amen. So this is what the blessed man does. Amen. The third directive we have is that this blessed man delights greatly in the commandments of God. They're not a hardship to him. They're a joy to him. And then when we do verse one and we do it skillfully and we make it the flow of our life, we don't just do it once. This is the flow of our life. What happens is it, it carries us into the blessings and the, the uh, benefits that are listed in the rest of the chapter. So let's read them. Verse two This is what happens to that man who's a praiser, who honors the Lord and delights greatly in his commandments. Mm -hmm. His seed shall be mighty upon the earth. Mm -hmm. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. 
Wealth and riches shall be in his house and his righteousness endureth forever. He did not compromise his integrity. He did not compromise his rightness with God Mm -hmm. to pursue things. Just being a doer of the word made him rich. Verse four, unto the upright there ariseth light in the darkness. He is gracious and full of compassion and righteous. A good man showeth favor and lendeth. He will guide his affairs with discretion. Surely he shall not be moved forever. The righteous shall be in everlasting remembrance. They're always in the thoughts of God. Amen. Amen. Verse seven, he shall not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. His heart is established and he shall not be afraid until he sees his enemy up his desire upon his enemies. So this, this basically says no matter how long the enemy attacks us, we're not moved and we're not in fear because we know the victory is always our outcome. Verse nine, he hath dispersed, he hath given to the poor, his righteousness endureth forever, his horn shall be exalted with honor. Wow. That is loaded with what belongs to the man who does verse one as a lifestyle. I love what Brother Copeland says, and let me again read verse one. Praise ye the Lord. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord, that delighteth greatly in his commandments. And Brother Copeland makes this statement. He said, this man, this blessed man is eager for God to command him to do something, for he knows that when he does it, the blessing only ever increases upon him. Amen. Amen. When people are not eager to obey, it's because they don't know what comes out of blessing. They don't know what blessing comes out of obedience. Amen. Um, he has gotten, I love this by Brother Copeland. He's gotten over into the delight side. Yes. Yes. The delight side. Yes. Um, as, I made, as I made this statement that when we obey the commandments of God, great blessing comes when we're in obedience. My husband used to make this statement. He said, obedience creates an atmosphere for miracles. Obedience creates an atmosphere for miracles. That's why this blessed man is delighted to obey. Because he knows the miracle flow is available to him. Amen. Amen. Miracles in any direction that he needs it. Well, how do we live in the delight side? Well, we uh, choose to delight. We choose, we choose, we choose. We don't wait for a feeling. We choose... We choose to be delighted at what God commands of us, what his word commands, but also what the plan for his, the plan he has for our life, what it commands of us. We're delighted at that plan. We don't complain against it. We don't murmur against it. We don't belittle it. We don't treat it as unimportant. What he planned for our our life is worth living for. Amen. 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 So we choose to be delighted with that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, It's dangerous. And I made this, I made this statement in previous episodes, but where we're headed, I want to restate it. Mm -hmm. It's dangerous to complain against what you're born for. It's dangerous to complain against what God has planned for your life. It's dangerous to complain against what he commands of our life because complaint opens the door to the devil. Why? Complaint breaks down the protection Mm -hmm. of God's blessing around our life. Um, Just as the Hebrews complained 
as they were delivered out of Egypt and as they were in the wilderness, they complained about the food. They complained mm -hmm. about the, they complained about every aspect of their daily life. Mm -hmm. They were free now and they found yes. no complaint. Yes. Well, they, they didn't remember the complaint of being a slave. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. They, 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 they came into different territory they were unacquainted with and they found complaint with it. Mm -hmm. And in one day, serpents came in and a quarter of a million of them died from serpent bites. Yeah. Why? Because their complaint broke down the protection mm -hmm. around their yes. life. Yes. So God had said this to me uh, a time back. He said, get rid of all complaint. He's talking about have a, get rid of any, any, because sometimes you can just mindlessly be complaining <laughs> yes, about something. Yes. Oh, I don't like that. Or, no. oh, that, I don't like, that's, no, I don't like that. No, I don't want to do that. And, and you can, you can just fall into a flow of complaint yes. and it robs us of the delight side. Right. Amen. Um, complaint takes what's yours and hands it to the devil. Yes. 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 Wow. Wow. That's good. Amen. Because, um, He's got access. Mm -hmm. He's got access to complaining yes. when there's complaining. Yes. And uh, so we need to make sure we stay on the right side yeah. of things. Yeah. What about two fellas that stayed on the right side of things, Joshua and Caleb? Mm -hmm. Wouldn't we say they stayed on the right side yes. of yes. the report that they brought back to God's people? Mm -hmm. You'll remember after God's people were delivered out of Egypt, God had told them, he says, I've, I've given you a land. It's a land that flows with milk and honey. Mm -hmm. He didn't talk much about the giants because they were a non-issue. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. He yeah. told them about what was to be enjoyed of that land. Yeah. And so as after they were delivered out of Egypt, Moses sent 12 spies into the promised land. Go spy it out. Well, 10 of them came back with an evil report in their mouth. Two of them came back with delight in their mouth. Mm -hmm. They said, oh yeah, it's a land that flows with milk and honey. Yeah. Um, but I want, I want to just, I want to remind you of some of the passages. Let's go to Numbers chapter 13 and verse 25. Mm -hmm. It tells about when these spies came back to give report to Moses and God's people about this land. So Numbers 13, 25, and I'm going to read out of the Amplified Classic Translation. It reads, and they returned from scouting out the land after 40 days. And they told Moses, we came to the land to which you sent us. Surely it flows with milk and honey. This is its fruit. So they carried back quantities of the fruit born there to show the abundance of that land. And they said, surely it does flow with milk and honey. But look at the next word, but. <laughs> but the people who dwell there are strong. It doesn't matter who dwells there. They lost, see God told them it's a land that flows with milk and honey because he wanted them to focus on the delight side of that land. Yes, yes, yes. The, what they would enjoy in that land, mm -hmm. the delight side. But what did they do? They came back talking about the enemies in that yes. land. So in verse 28, it says, but the people who dwell there are strong and the cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, there we saw the sons of Anak of great stature and courage. So the 10 spies laid down their delight. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
They chose to step out of being delighted. God said this. They should have come back and said, God said that's our land. That's what they should have come back talking. They did not. They came back with a complaint in their mouth. Complaining about how big the opposition was, how big the enemy was. Learn this. Learn to maintain your delight in the face of opposition. Learn to maintain your delight in the face of opposition. How are you going to do that? One way, you have to stay focused on the Word. How I love thy law, it is my delight. Amen. So the more you're focused on the Word, the greater your delight will be. How do you know if the word is not uh, in you as rich as it should be by your delight level, your degree of delight? (laughs) Now, verse 30 says, in Numbers 13, verse 30, Caleb quieted the people before Moses. And he said, let us go up at once and possess it. We are well able. We are well able to conquer it. He stayed on the delight side. But his fellow scouts said, we are not able to go up against the people of Canaan for they are stronger than we are. Well, who said they're going to get in by strength? God's people that he delivered out of Egypt were not an army. They were not a warring people. They just belonged to God and he would do the fighting for them. Verse 32, so they brought the Israelites an evil report of the land which they had scouted out saying the land through which we went to spite out, it's a land that devours its inhabitants and all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature and there we saw giants uh, who come from giants and we were in our own side as grasshoppers and so we were in theirs. If you're going to talk big about the enemy, you're always going to measure yourself too small. Wow, that's good. Amen. Oh, yeah. Amen. That's good. Listen, you don't get in because you're great. You get in because God's great. Yes. 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 Amen. You don't Amen. win because you're all that. Right. You win because he's all that. Right. Amen. 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 Be, why, why did they take this negative report is because the word was not big in them. Yeah, yeah. that's right. The word was not big in them. And so they were swayed off of that word. Mm -hmm. To stay on the delighted side, get the word big in you. Whether it's for healing, whether it's for prosperity, whatever the opposition you're facing, get the word big in you. It will anchor and establish you. Amen. 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 Now look at Numbers chapter 14 and verse 1. And it says, and all the congregation cried out with a loud voice and they wept all night. Notice this, these words that were, that were void of delight swayed an entire nation. The side you choose to live on is going to affect somebody else. The side I choose to live on is going to affect somebody else. And um, they heard the wrong thing. And it affected an entire nation. Look at verse 2. All the Israelites, look at this word, grumbled. Mm -hmm. Ah, what's that? Complaint. They grumbled and deplored their situation, accusing Moses and Aaron, to whom the whole congregation said, Would that we had died in Egypt. 
-huh. or that we had died in this wilderness. Well, that's a little dramatic. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Complaint feeds into drama. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'll pray the Lord. <laughs> November, uh, November. <laughs> Numbers. <laughs> 14, not November 14, Numbers 14. <laughs> In verse 7, look what happens with Joshua. He stands up in verse 7 and he says to all the companies of Israelites, the land through which we passed as scouts is an exceedingly good land. What's, yeah. he, what's he talking about? The word is still in his mouth. Yeah. The word is in his heart yeah. and it's yeah. in his mouth. Yeah. If the Lord delights in us, yeah. Look at that. Uh, we want the Lord delighting in us. Sure. Well, then we need to delight in Him. Right. <laughs> if the Lord delights in us, then He will, he will bring us in. He will bring us in. Yes. He will bring us into this land and give it to us, a land flowing with milk and honey. Yeah. Only do not rebel mm -hmm. against the Lord. Well, how do you rebel against the Lord? Don't be delighted with His commands. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Don't delight at his word. Uh -huh. they, they lost their delight. These 10 spies yeah. lost their delight and they right. transferred that doubt, that yeah. unbelief yes. to, a whole, to, to millions. Yes. Yeah. So just as, just as unbelief mm -hmm. is contagious, so is delight. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Right. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. Choose to be the spark of that. Yes. For those around you. Yes. Verse 9 again. Only do not rebel against the Lord, neither fear the, neither fear the people of the land, for they are bred for us. Right. Meaning we're going to get stronger as we eat up that yes. giant. Yes. Oh, yeah. Their defense and their shadow of protection is removed from over them. Yeah. But the Lord is with us. Fear them not. But yeah. all the people said to stone Joshua and Caleb. Whoa. Not everyone will rejoice at your delight. But be delighted anyway. I said, be delighted anyway. And it says in verse, um, let's read again verse 10, but all the congregation said to stone them with stones. But the glory of the Lord yes. appeared at the tent of meeting before all the Israelites. And the Lord said to Moses, how long will this people provoke, spurn, and de despise me? What's he called despising him? Not holding to what he said. Right. And how long will it be before they believe me, trusting me, relying on, and clinging to me for all the signs which I have performed among them? Mm -hmm. Now, I want us to flip down to Joshua chapter 14. Go to Joshua chapter 14, verse 6, and I'm going to again read out of the Amplified Classic Translation. In fact, I'm going to start in verse 7. Joshua 14, verse 7, it reads this. Uh, Caleb is now talking. When, jo when Caleb is talking, the entire generation has died out. Only Joshua and Caleb are the last two of their generation alive on the earth. Mm -hmm. Now think of that. Just because they watched everyone else die, didn't think, they didn't think they had to. That's right. They didn't question God's ability to keep them. Right. But look at verse 7. 
Caleb, he said, 40 years old was I when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to scout out the land. And I brought him a report, look at this, as it was in my heart, yes. as it was in my heart. Yes. What's in your heart is going to be your flow. Right. Yes. That's right. Make sure you take the time to get the word in your heart because in that word will be the dominating flow and you'll be a, it'll be a delight to you. Yes. Yes. Verse 8, but my brethren who went up with me made the hearts of the people melt. Look at this phrase. Yet I wholly followed the Lord my God. Yes. How did he follow the Lord his God? He held to his word. Yes. Yes. He yes. kept that word big in him. Yes. Others let go of the word. Yes. But him and Joshua are the only two of their generation who held to that word and would not let it go. Yes. Amen. Amen. Being delighted will help you hold fast mm -hmm. to the word and not let it go. Wow. Yes. Verse 9, and Moses swore on that day, saying, Surely the land on which your feet have walked shall be an inheritance to you and your children always because you wholly followed the Lord my God. Mm -hmm. Again, how did he follow him? He held to his word. Yeah. Yeah. Verse 10, and now, I love this with Caleb, and now behold, the Lord has kept me alive. I love that. The yeah. Lord has kept me alive. Yeah. How could he keep him alive? Because he was delighted in what the Lord yes. said. Yes. He didn't question and doubt. He said, the Lord has kept me alive as he said. Mm -hmm. These 45 years since the Lord spoke this word to Moses while the Israelites wandered in the wilderness. And now, behold, I am this day 85 years old on his birthday. He comes to claim his birthday present. Amen. Uh, he recognized they're all gone and my birthday is here. Yeah. <laughs> and look at verse 11. He says, I am as strong today as I was the day Moses sent me. When you hold to the word, you're holding to strength. Yes, that's good. It Amen. will strengthen and yes. fortify you. Yes. I am as strong today as I was the day Moses sent me, 45 years prior. Yes. Notice his strength never diminished. It doesn't matter how old you get. It don't matter. Yes. Right. If the word will be established in you and you're delighted with that word, yes. it, will, it will hold you in a place that others will not really experience mm. right. when they let go of the word. Yes. Amen. But when you hold to the word, it'll hold you in a place of strength. Mm -hmm. So he said, I'm as strong today as I was the day Moses sent me. As my strength was then, so is my strength now. But notice what he said. It's for war mm -hmm. and to go out and to come in. It's to do a work. Meaning yes. this, yes. I'm alive and I'm strong because there's more to do. Yes. Yes. More to do. He wasn't looking for the rocking chair. He was looking yeah. for the next thing to do. Right. I love verse 12. So now give me this hill country. Mm -hmm of which the Lord spake that day. For you heard then how the giants were there and that the cities were great and fortified. If the Lord will be with me, I'll drive them out, just as the Lord said. Yes. Then Joshua blessed him and gave Hebron to, to Caleb for an inheritance. So Hebron became the inheritance of Caleb, son of Jephunneh, uh, to this day. Look at this. Because he wholly followed the Lord. 
How do you wholly follow the Lord? Delight in his commandments. Whatever he says to you, Joshua and Caleb never let go of what God said to them about the promised land. While everybody else was letting go of it, they didn't let go of it. They delighted greatly in the command of God and it kept them alive. And it gave them an inheritance like no one else of their generation experienced. Amen. Hallelujah. Could we say this to you? Maintain the delight. Maintain the delight. How do you do that? Keep feeding the word in. And, And call the word your delight. Call the word your joy. They built God's command in them. And that command carried them all the way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I tell you what, it's such a joy for us to take this time to feed the word to you and spend this time uh, with you around this word because uh, if we're not taught, we don't know these things. The word's not, the world is not teaching you to be delighted. (laughs) You can turn on the television anytime to any channel most likely and you can see the sorrow of the world. Uh, But that's not our future. Not only that, that's not our present. Amen. We choose. I said we choose. And I want to pray with those of you who are watching today and maybe you're facing a struggle, a difficulty. I would say this, uh, set your delight on his word. Set your delight on his word. Get that word in your heart, feed it in, meditate on it. Make it the centerpiece of your attention, the centerpiece of your life. Hold your attention on it and it will give you the best life. Amen. Amen. So I want to pray for those that are watching today. Father, I thank you for the power of your word. You said you sent your word and you healed them. So we send the healing word to you right now. We say be healed from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. We say pain, symptoms, sickness, and disease, you take your hand off their bodies in Jesus' name. You be free in every arena of your life in Jesus' name. And all you have to do is say, I receive that. I'm delighted over that healing word that I receive. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know what? You're authorized to delight yourself in the Lord. Well, the Lord and his word are one. When you delight yourself in the Lord, you're delighting yourself in his word. You can, you can just delight yourself, dance around your house (laughs) over the delight of the word that belongs to you. You know, quoting a scripture, himself took my infirmities and bare my sicknesses and just delight yourself around your room with that. Amen. Amen. One of the reasons that the, the reason, not just one of the reasons, the primary reason we're able to come to you today is because Kenneth Copeland Ministries has sown this time to our ministry. And what an honor, what a joy. And I guarantee you the word delight fits. (laughs) It is a delight to come to you and to minister this life-changing word of God to you. And, um, I'm a partner. Our ministry is a partner with Mm -hmm. Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And if you're not already a partner with Kenneth Copeland Ministries, we ask you to pray about that. Because to be able to turn on this channel Mm -hmm. any time of the day, Mm -hmm. night or day, and to be able to hear the word of faith message preached, 
It's a matter of life and death. I said, it's a matter of life and death. So we invite you, become a partner if you're not already today. Become a partner with Kenneth Copeland Ministries. You can go to kcm.org and you can sign up there on their website. And until next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. In this book by Nancy Dufresne, God the Revealer of Secrets, you will learn how to know God's perfect will for your life and how to accomplish that divine plan. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. Come join us for our Dufresne Ministries Miracle Crusade in Tulsa, Oklahoma at The Rock Church, April 16th, through the 20th. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.